You must have that discernment in your life and know when you are constantly in distraction mode and doing things for other people rather than focused on the actions and commitments that will move the needle. On today's podcast episode, we are going to be talking about commitment, the power of commitment, and how it's one of the success habits that's required to really get past the level that you're at right now and go to the next, next, next level and really, you know, close the gap on time and make those seemingly impossible goals happen so much faster than you ever thought possible. Commitment is so key. This has to do with discipline. This has to do with perseverance. This has to do with determination. And yet many people struggle with keeping their commitments and it causes them, it's a really big problem. It causes them to take their eye off the ball and not actually follow through on the things that are going to move the needle in their life and their business and and really help them achieve their goals. It it often happens that they're distracted by other priorities. They have too many priorities. They they are they have priorities in the wrong place. They're they're committed to the the tasks that aren't going to move the needle. And we're going to explore all of that in this episode and show you how it's really connected to self-trust, self-ownership, building your your self-worth and personal value. Because here's the rub. If you don't keep your commitments to yourself, you are out of integrity with yourself. And if you're out of integrity with yourself, you don't really like yourself. And when you don't really like yourself, you have just lowered your self-worth. And then how are you expecting yourself to go out there and sell something to a client, put a proposal in front of a client uh, in your career at work, really make that killer presentation if you think less of yourself. Self-worth, self-esteem is so critical, critical, critical to up-leveling and doing the things that you really need to do to move you to the next level and achieve the goals that you desire. And in addition, there's a sneaky little thing that happens where we hold ourselves back by making subconscious commitments to ourselves and not recognizing that we've made them so that during the day, during that week, during that month, we break those subconscious commitments and feel bad about ourselves, thus lowering our self-worth and self-esteem as well, and creating the same sort of challenge. So we want to break this all open and help you understand what's going on on a meta level, on an intellectual level, so that you can then become aware of the patterns that you have so that you can actually change them. This is the process. So let's talk about... um, what kinds of commitments we need to make to ourselves. One, they need to be conscious commitments, not subconscious commitments. Conscious commitments mean that you are consciously aware of saying, this is what I need to do to get this result. This is the cause. This is the effect. I'm going to bring that to my conscious awareness and I'm going to make a conscious choice about 
making that commitment. That is a conscious commitment. Subconscious commitments, on the other hand, are these little fleeting thoughts that say, I really should be doing that, or I need to do this, or I need to talk to so-and-so, or this project needs to be get, get done. And they're running quasi-consciously, subconsciously, under the surface. And you're telling yourself you should do something and you're not making a conscious choice about doing it, putting on, putting it on your calendar, putting it on your task list, putting it in your project plan, whatever the conscious commitment is for you, you're not bringing that to consciousness. So you are constantly out of integrity with yourself. You're constantly breaking these little subconscious commitments. So you need to, to stop doing, you need to stop doing that. First, you need to become aware of doing it, but then you need to, in that moment, when you become aware of doing it, you need to bring it to your consciousness and say, actually, I've got my plan for the day already. That new agreement is going to go over here. That new commitment is going to go over here on my calendar so that you don't put yourself in overwhelm and burnout. Overwhelm and burnout is simply obligating yourself to too many things and not being able to do them. And we do that by not consciously choosing what we want to do, what's required, what's the the best and highest use of your time. And we are on reactivity and autopilot instead of consciously choosing. So when you notice yourself in this habit of making a subconscious commitment, then you're going to bring it to awareness and decide, is this something that goes in my day, on my project plan, in my week, in my month, whatever that is, you know? Okay. So that's one thing that you're going to want to look at. And, and we often don't keep our, let's talk about why we don't keep our commitments. We often don't keep our commitments because we're not conscious of them. So we just discussed that. Two, we are distracted by other things in our life which means we've made subconscious agreements or commitments to other things in our life. So you say consciously, I'm going to do X, but you end up doing Y. You have made a subconscious agreement that Y is more important than X. And you become distracted by Y instead of X. Now we also get distracted Because the thing that we said we were going to do is challenging, is hard, is something we've never done before. And we're afraid of failing. We're afraid of rejection. We're afraid of looking bad to other people. So we then do why? Because that's easy. That's something we've already done before. That's something that we already feel like we have the capacity for. We're not going to fail there. We'll be successful over there. But really, X is what's going to move the needle and you keep doing Y long-term you don't, you don't keep your commitment and you don't follow through and you don't achieve your goal. The other thing that happens here in in terms of why we get distracted, you know, the whole shiny object syndrome and why people, you know, go squirrel over here. Well, sometimes it makes sense to go squirrel, right? That's the thing that, um, you is is really a helpful thing and it's come into your world and it's important for you to follow it okay and i say go squirrel because when when my dog 
is walking down the street with me. He is super focused, super focused, super focused. And then there's a squirrel and he like gets dog brain and goes chasing after the squirrel. So in case you're lost on that analogy, that is what I mean by going squirrel. Okay. So, um, you're gonna, you get distracted and obvious, oftentimes there are very good reasons to get distracted or here's, here's a big rub with keeping your commitments to yourself. You find very good reasons not to do the thing. This happens all the time for people. They say, I'm going to do X today. And the day gets away with them. It gets away from them. And then it's 1130 at night and they're lying in bed and they remember that they didn't do X. And the story that comes up is, oh, it's too late. I should just not do it. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm not going to do it. No, that's when you need to keep your commitment to yourself. You can send the email. You can get out of bed and do the blog post that you were going to write or the, the, the thing you were going to do. Yes, be much better to remember that earlier in the day. But don't, don't listen to the story. Or you, when I was uh, committing to running every day, I would find myself, my mind would come up with all sorts of reasons not to keep that commitment. I'm tired. I'm sluggish. I ate too much last night. I don't feel good. Uh, it's raining out. It's too hot out. I actually did worse with the it's too hot out than the rain. I would run in the rain faster than I would run in the humidity and the heat. But I would come up with the excuses. Oh, I've run every day. I could take a day off. You don't really have to do it. Your knee is hurting, whatever it is. And they all sound legitimate. And yet... In order to push through and be someone who keeps their commitments and achieves the goal that she wants to achieve and builds her self-worth because of that, you actually have to not listen to those stories and keep your commitment. And it's a challenging thing to discern without a doubt, without a doubt. You know, we're trained, take care of ourselves, good self-care. Why would you run if your knee is hurting? Well, it turns out you have so much more of a capacity than you ever thought possible. And I never really hurt my knee when I felt that little twinge coming up. In fact, I strengthened it. But I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't have pushed through the story and gone for it. Now, for another person, that might have knocked their knee out. You must make the right decision for you and it requires discernment. What I do is I test it out. I, I keep my commitment and I see if that is actually going to be a problem or not a problem. And sometimes keeping your commitment, you will be faced with the hard. It won't feel good. There have been times where I've had to do things in my business that have not felt good, that have been a challenge, where I've been tired or getting a cold or sick or had a headache and I've had to push through because I did not want to stop. I did not want to build up a pattern of stopping and I pushed through and it was not comfortable. It did not feel good. And there were all sorts of reasons that were perfectly legitimate to stop. 
you're sick, you're tired, you have a headache, you need to take some some rest, you need to slow down. And all of those make sense at certain times. And yet if you listen to them consistently, you won't push through because you have a pattern for stopping. My pattern for stopping, I'll just share it with all of you. It's exhaustion, physical pain, um, my physical body. Okay. That I told you about the knee. That's a, that's a physical issue, right? I told you about the exhaustion. Oh, I'm too tired to do this now. Uh, a headache. I have a hormonal menstrual migraine, right? Like these are all reasons to stop. And I would use them. And if you look, if you step back, boy, do those things come up often. You might want to start a journal and keep a a list of all the reasons you tell yourself not to do the thing and see if there's a pattern there. You will notice your pattern and, and recognize it for what it is. And then you must move through it. So here's the thing. Here's how it works. Let's go meta again. There is something called the terror barrier. The terror barrier is the barrier that gets created When you are up against your subconscious programming and beliefs telling you that it is not safe to do the thing that you have committed to doing and the fear gets great at that point and it becomes a barrier, it becomes terror and it can show up as anxiety, it can show up as overwhelm. It can show up as frustration. It can show up as emotional mood swings. It can show up as panic. It can show up in so many ways and you must move through it because what happens if you don't, if you don't move through that terror, that, that, that emotional pain that says, stop, run away, turn around, go in the other direction. This is not what you should be doing right now. If you turn around The first time you turn around, the terror barrier gets just a little bit bigger. The second time you turn around and you don't move through that terror, it gets even bigger. And then the third time and the fourth time and the fifth time, you've now built a wall up of terror, of, of challenge to move through. And it gets harder and harder and harder to move through. And you do not want that. You must move through that terror barrier when It's less challenging and face that, that challenge. You know, there's always going to be challenges in the growth. There's always tension in the growth. It is required for you to get to the other side. It's, it's part of the logic of growing. If it was easy to grow and become more and do more, everyone would be doing it. You would all, you would already be doing it, but you're not, you must become more to move through that challenge. And if you don't do that in the first, second, third round, it becomes enormously challenging. It's not impossible. You can still move through it and you must move through it to get to the other side. But this is why you must keep your commitments. Okay. You must keep your commitments to yourself. So now some of the other challenges around keeping commitments to yourself are that you are obligated and committing to too many different things. So you're going to want to look at this. You're going to want to really see what is the move the needle commitment 
that you must make in your life, in your business to increase in the, the, the amplitude of success, to increase the speed of success, to achieve your goals faster. You need to know what that is. And most people do not spend the time to really figure out and use the law of cause and effect. What is the cause that's going to get the effect that I need? And they end up spending the majority of their time on commitments that don't actually move the needle on lesser commitments. Now, why might you be doing that? Well, you might have been trained to focus on actions that support other people. Let's break this down. So when you're very young, when you are a child, you are 100% completely dependent for your survival on your parents. And they are like the mother God and the father God. They, they miraculously give you food, shelter, everything that you need to survive. And you know that you are going to continue to get the, your needs met, your survival met, because the love is still flowing there. You feel the love. Instinctually, we know that if the love is flowing, we will survive. They will continue to help us live. Now, what happens when we do something when we're young that does not please our parents? Oftentimes, that love becomes non it becomes the opposite of unconditional and it becomes conditional. It gets shut off, not consciously by your parents, but it's a, it's a, a habitual way of training kids to do what you want. You shut off the love. You, you, you tell them that you, energetically, you tell them that that love isn't there until they change and do what they want, clean up their room, um, eat their vegetables. And the child picks up on that and feels fear and realizes that they have to do the thing to get the love, i.e. jump through the hoop. And so we as human beings start learning to be afraid of not pleasing other people and needing to jump through hoops for other people. So then how does this play out? Well, you start prioritizing commitments and obligations to other people rather than to yourself. So you do things for your parents. You do things for your kids. You do things for your partner. You, you even do things for your clients above and beyond doing things for yourself. Now, it's important to serve others. Giving is the first law of receiving. So you do want to give, but if it comes from that place of obligation, of fear, that's not a very powerful place to show up in this world. You will always stay fear-driven and wondering if you're doing the right thing because you will always be dependent on others to tell you, oh, you're good, you did the right thing. 
here's, here's the, um, you know, good, good cop. Here's the donut, right? Here's the, here's the treat for the dog, right? Like, but we don't want to live that way. We want self-ownership. We want to be someone who knows how to choose the things to do in this world and know when it's time to show up in service to others directly and when actually prioritizing yourself and keeping your commitments to yourself will be the biggest service to others. If I didn't keep my commitments to myself and my business, I could not have the impact that I have on the number of people that I have. I have to keep those commitments and say no to other commitments. So you must, you must have that discernment in your life and know when you are constantly in distraction mode and doing things for other people rather than focused on the actions and commitments that will move the needle. And this is an iterative process. You must practice keeping your commitments to yourself and saying no to other commitments, okay? And you're probably good in some areas of your life. Some people are really athletic and they're very good at keeping their commitments to themselves in that arena of their lives. They will always prioritize getting exercise one day because they have made the connection that this is really good for them. They're, they're excellent at it. They succeed at it. They get the, the kudos for it. Maybe they got the kudos for it when they were young, but they also get the kudos for it now. They feel good about themselves doing it. And then there are those people who that's a challenge to get the momentum going on the, the working out in the athletics. You've got to do the hard things for yourself. But the person who's good at athletics might not be good at sales calls, might not be good at following through on, you know, their visibility issues and, and marketing in their, their business and, and really showing up. So someone might be good at study, but not good at, um, you know, how they show up for their, their family. You have to figure out where you need to grow and attend to that. Now, here's the rub or one of the rubs. You can't make commitments to every area of your life all at once and decide I'm growing in 20 places all immediately. That is a recipe for burnout. That's a recipe for distraction. That's a recipe for failure. Choose one place that you're going to commit to in your life and do that. And really, it could be two or three places. It could be one thing in your uh, physical health realm. It could be one thing in your business. It could be one thing in the uh, relationship realm in your business. But if you try and do 53, 53 things all at once in all these different areas, you are going to crash and burn. You're not going to be able to succeed because it takes effort to build those habits in your life and to follow through on the commitments regularly. Habits are what you do automatically. And if you're not keeping your commitments to yourself in a particular area, you have to build that habit. You have to build that automatic pattern that you have. And that takes some time to make it a habit. And if you put too many things 
new commitments on your plate, you will um, not be able to make them a, a habit. So pick one to three. That would be my recommendation for you. So to wrap up, the thing that you're going to want to look at is where are you self-sabotaging? Where are you getting in your own way? Keep track of that because you, you have a conscious goal and you want to figure out what stops you from getting there. And obviously, if you've heard me teach before, you know that there is a subconscious block around that that needs to be unpacked and seen, and you must bring light and awareness to it. We call those things blind spots. And if you have a blind spot, by definition, they are blind to you. It helps to work with someone else to help you bring awareness to the ways that you are self-sabotaging because those, those patterns, those subconscious beliefs, those subconscious programs create your identity and the, the identity that you have will continually be recreated over and over again until you change it. We have a cybernetic mechanism inside of ourselves. So a cybernetic, cybernetic mechanism is a mechanism that keeps us on track, aiming at our goal. It's like the thermostat on the wall. The thermostat is set to 70 degrees. When it goes to 73, it brings it back to 70. When it goes to 68, it brings it back to 70. Okay. So the temperature in the room always stays at 70. If you have an identity that says, you are someone who is not athletic, who isn't worthy of success, is not worthy of wealth, is someone who always has to struggle, who's someone who isn't good, who isn't worthy, is selfish, is um, greedy, is something, right? That's in your, your childhood, there was something that happened that created a belief about who you were and, and you took that on and created an identity and your subconscious mind is programmed, if it functions in a way to keep you moving towards that identity at all costs. If you move beyond it and start making more money than you see yourself capable of making, you will do things that will bring you back down to your self-image, your identity. And if you go below that, you will also come back up to that self-image and that identity. And it shows up as you breaking your commitments to yourself. Knowing what to do. If you don't know what to do, you need to get help on that. If you don't know what your subconscious blind spot is, I'd highly recommend you get help on that. That that is fundamentally what's going to break, help you break free and go like a, a rocket ship to achieving your goals. And once you see those things, then you have to identify where you're not keeping your commitments to yourself, because this will show you where you get off path, off track, where you start going instead of to your consciously achieve, uh, set goal back to your old identity. And so it's a very helpful process. 
to see, oh, look, this is how I stop myself. This is how I break my commitments to myself. This is how I pull myself off track away from my consciously chosen goal and back to my old sense of self. And then you need to reprogram yourself for success. And it's totally possible. You must do this. Okay. That's part of the, the manifestation matrix. That's part of what we teach at the unstoppable woman, how to actually reprogram yourself. So pay attention to your commitments, pay attention to how you break them and keep learning, keep studying, keep joining us for this podcast. Come to the unstoppable woman summit, do what you need to do. Have a consult with me so that you can achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible. That's so important to your sense of self and achievement. Okay. With that, let's wrap it up. You must know what your conscious goals are and keep them. You must see where you are going off track with your commitments and notice your patterns for stopping. You must unpack that blind spot and there are multiple blind spots usually, and you must reprogram yourself for success and have a new self image that supports where you do want to go rather than where you don't want to go and reprogram your, your subconscious to work for you, not against you. So with that, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey there, my friend, do you resonate with what you just heard? Then head over to our free resource page and get more of our good stuff, including our free Unstoppable Woman playbook and money breakthrough system. You'll find that and more at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and I'll see you in the next episode.